Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Are you looking for a pair of sunglasses that are as about a good time as we are here at the corner booth? Well, look no further. Yeats Official Sunglasses are polarized, stylish, and fit any occasion. All of us here at the corner booth, we each got a pair. We're rocking right now in studio. You want yours? Go to yeatsofficial.com, promo code CORNERBOOTH for 10% off, and get your pair now. My personal recommendation, the Aquas, always fly as hell. Enjoy it. Yeats Official, official sponsor of the Corner Booth Podcast. You are now in the Corner Booth Podcast, a sports podcast from Belly Up Sports and the Belly Up Podcast Network. Here is your host, Jared Clinton. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this is the Corner Booth Podcast. I am your host, Jared Clinton. Happy Week one, Monday night football, everybody. Oh, my God, we've made it. Me and Matt are on a normal schedule now. This will be the same thing every Monday night for the rest of the NFL season. It honestly works out better for me and Matt. This way you guys have our show Tuesday morning when you get up. This will be probably be done by by uh, halftime tonight. Um, honestly, it was an amazing week of football in general, both pro and college. I was un it was unbelievable how many upsets we had in both. Um Vegas got smoked. Yeah. Not even the Ra- I'm not even talking about the Raiders, I'm talking about Vegas itself. Like the bets they probably lost on was incredible. Oh, yeah. Um for once, both of my teams won. This is great. Uh actually on Sunday from Saturday afternoon, actually the Diamondbacks fucked this up. If the Diamondbacks didn't blow the lead on Saturday, they I could have gone Hurricanes at noon, Diamondbacks at four, Eagles at one, Diamondbacks at four. And I would have had a clean sweep this weekend. Mm-hmm. But instead, nope, nope, Diamondbacks had a blow. But still, three out of four ain't bad on a, on a weekend. And I was, pre- I knew that, you know, going into Sunday, I knew that my uh, my Jets were not going to win that game. I was just praying that it was going to be a close game. Uh, but to prepare myself, I bought a 12 pack of those 8% white claws and I had uh, six of them. So I was very much well prepared for the so 24 car- So Bianca debacle. carried you home. Got it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She held on and out. <laughs> was it as bad as when it was not even as close as bad as Eagles Jets twenty fifteen though? No, no, twenty four to that, nine. That, fucking yeah, yeah. No, Eagles Jets twenty fifteen. Anybody who hasn't heard the story yet, me and Matt were both in college at Southern. Our buddy Pat got tickets for the game, and I took some of our other. We took some other satellite friends, which honestly, now and thinking about it. The Eagles fan I took was I hate his guts now. I think he's a I think he's like a, a, a trade. He's a backstabber and a weenie. <laughs> um, then we have Pat's old roommate who was just mad, creepy, and odd. Yeah, he's a weird guy. It was just a strange mix of people in that car. The fact that he fit six people in that car was actually kind of hysterical. Who'd you bring? Remember my buddy uh, Tyler, my coworker Tyler. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't understand how. Oh, I think he may have met us there. I don't think we pit. I don't think we fit um, six not Nissan Altima. Hmm. I remember that being a very interesting group. That of was people just back in. that was that was funny as hell. Uh, it's gonna be even like that when I go to um, Eagles Packers the day after Sunday. Speaking of the Packers, like we'll, we'll talk about all this stuff anyway. But we got some news, obviously. Sunday Night Football is last night. Um, the Buccaneers defense is still the Buccaneers defense. Mm-hmm. They are fast. <laughs> yeah. They're athletic. They get after the quarterback. <clears throat> their corners aren't that great, but their safeties are. So mm-hmm. uh, initial reaction to Sunday night last night, besides, of course, Dak Prescott went, undergoes thumb surgery today. He's out, what, four to six weeks, they're saying now? 
Uh, I got a notification this morning saying six to eight. Ooh, okay. So, I mean, we're not going to play them the first time around. And but, I also um, got something when I was at the gym earlier that said that they're going to make a move for a quarterback. Oh, Jimmy Garoppolo That's, to Dallas. Now, this option. is intriguing. Oh, that or Mike God. White. I think it's Mike I, Jimmy. Lightning White. Or or do they call a Philly? Like, hey, you want to give us Gardner? That, yeah, I Gardner, Jimmy G. I think Jimmy G or Gardner are pretty solid. You know, six. What about week. Ben Danucci? <laughs> no, just no, no, no. Ben Danucci, Cooper Rush, new. No. Garrett Gilbert was today. Today, today, Skip Bayless said the thing that I never thought he would say. I saw the clip. I got texted it twice about. He said Cooper Rush is more consistent than Dak Prescott in layman's terms. He said this. It was like it was paraphrasing, obviously, but. It was the funniest thing I'd ever seen because Skip Bayless just like, dude, you know, Shannon was just like, Skip, stop. I know it's a rough day, but stop. Like yeah. now you're just now you're just coming off like an asshole. Yeah, it sucks, Zach. It's hard. I, I texted my buddy who's a cowboy, so I'm like, dude, it sucks because I want to play you guys at full strength. Because <clears throat> we'll never know really how good we are until we beat the Cowboys with all the weapons. Mm-hmm. So you know the Last night's game with Tampa Bay's defense being Tampa Bay's defense, Todd Bowles fucking just calling a immaculate, perfect game on defense oh, for that team. Lights it, out. it made you forget about the offensive line struggles that they had with, you know, having uh, Ali Marpet retire, losing Alex Kappa, losing Ryan Jensen, losing their replacements. So it makes you forget about even Donovan Smith, I think, left injured and they still managed to, you know, it they only put on 19 fair. points. That defense just shut them down. Oh and that God. was a, that was the number one offense last regular year. Regular season Lenny. So oh, anyone who hasn't man. known this, I am the biggest Leonard Fournette truther stand on the planet. Partially because Kevin, my former co-host and our friend of the show, gave so much unwarranted hate to this man that I had to like defend him at all times. <clears throat> so basically, I would vehemently defend Leonard Fournette to the point of like getting blue in the face. And when playoff Lenny happened and last year where he ran for, I think he ran for a thousand yards last year. Mm-hmm. On top of the fact he was just dominant every game he played in, I was like, "All right, uh, uh, stay, I'm standing Leonard Fournette." He may not have had a touchdown yesterday, but he had like 140 something all-purpose yards or anything like that. Like he played great. He made me feel great that I took him in the second round of my fantasy league this year. I was kind of worried about that, but speaking he, of which, I got we got to pray, do a prayer for Javante Williams tonight. Oh yeah, I need him to get six points and I'll win. I need him to get about 40 and I'll win. <clears throat> Oh, okay. <laughs> Open pray for you for that one. Um, the freaking Buccaneers last. Let's see. Let's actually know. We're going to see how far bad down bad am I? Oh, no. I am down by 60. I am not winning tonight. No, I'm uh, I'm not. There's three leagues that I can win. One, I'm tied with the guy, but I have Rashad Penny and he has Denver's defense. And the other league I've won. And the third league, I just need six points and I'll win from Javante. My receivers are what killed me. Devontae Smith, zero points. Darnell Mooney, 1.3 points. But then A.J. Brown, yeah, 27.5. Amon Ross and Brown, eight note. 27.5 for A.J. Brown. 18.4 for Amon Ross and Brown. If I just started um, Christian Kirk and Garrett Wilson, I would be only down by four. 15 right wow. now. Oh my God. Garrett you know, Wilson I, had nine. Um, I snagged Garrett Wilson off of a waiver claim. How many points did he have? 9.8, which is still better than zero. I love Devontae Smith, but Austin Eckler yesterday fucked me too. The only people who did well for me is there were AJ Brown, Amon Rase Brown, Jalen Hurts, and Darren Waller. Everyone else shit the bed for me. My boy, my buddy who I'm playing. Had James Conner, Jalen Waddle, Diggs, Travis Kelsey, and Cordell Patterson. I was screwed. <laughs> Second that week started. I'm down by 60 right now. So unless by some miracle, wait, could I? There, no, I have no. No, I honestly, I could have played Noah Fant in the flex. I would have been better off. Dude, just to paint a picture of how how messed up I was yesterday during that game, I only remember one catch from Garrett Wilson for about 15 yards. So that's why I'm very surprised he had almost 10 points because I only recall him getting one reception. Um, one league, I had a combined total of 25 points, and that was between uh, Dak Prescott, DJ Moore, Elijah Moore, and Damian Pierce. 
through those four guys, I had about 25 points. So now the best quarterback on the waiver is no other than your former boy, Carson Wentz. Yeah. It's so, you know, I'm not, I'm not mad though. Cause I lose week one of the fantasy football league is almost a good omen for me. Mm-hmm. Either my team wins the Super Bowl or my fantasy team wins the championship. It, that's what ha- or they may, or it's like yeah. a deep run. Because yeah. usually I win week one. That's I usually smoke whoever I'm playing. Yeah, you get your Super Bowl number two, or you get some money in your pocket. I listen, Porky Nolos dose. Yeah, take that too. Listen, uh, Matt. If if the Eagles win the Super Bowl and I win fantasy, I'm walking away with like nine hundred dollars between bets in my fantasy league pool. So I may f- like have us go down for the parade. Like I will like oh, pay man. for us for a hotel room. That'd be awesome. I'll be like, I'm not an Eagles fan, but I have no issues with you. It'll so be you, me, and Jeff, because probably he'll be like, why aren't I coming? I'm like, you want to come to watching your your second least favorite team win a Super Bowl parade? Be my guest. <laughs> so Ezekiel Elliott, 10 carries, 52 yards, and he had no one reception for negative three yards. So is the old Zeke back? Like, is, is, is Zeke never coming back? You know what I mean? Like, he got paid, and now he's averaging, what, 50 yards a game right now? So I, I guess this will be our last point. Well, I will make one point. I think C.D. Lamb is going to be a good number one, but he's mm-hmm. going to be a, a Alshon Jeffrey number one where it's going to be like he's going to put up decent numbers, but he's not going to be a top ten receiver. That's you know I just want to make that point before we yeah, left. Yeah, I agree. On the Zeke Elliott thing, though, I think, one, the problem is is you have you have Tony Pollard, who is honestly a starting running back on six rosters tomorrow. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> on top of that, you also have to deal with the uh, the stupidity that is Kellen Moore's play calling. The Cowboys' offense is so much wasted talent. I don't get the whole wonderkin shit that he used to get. They just had weapons. If I am the Cowboys, I would run a similar offense to a Doug Peterson Eagles system. Three running back use utilizing two running backs running downhill zone getting my route runner and CeeDee Lamb in the middle of the field, catching balls and getting down and getting yards after catch. I would have Michael Gallup and James Watson get vertical using Dalton Schultz, Schultz in the seam. Dalton Schultz <laughs> in the seam because he's a big physical runner. Yeah. What drives me nuts is the fact that, and it makes me laugh, is that if the if those weapons were, let's just say those weapons were all in, in uh, Jacksonville. Jacksonville was scoring points yesterday. That mm-hmm. offense did not look inept. It's like the, the Cowboys are wasting their talent. And now they, they their quarterback's done until week nine, at, mm-hmm. at most likely. So let's be honest. Like, I mean, let's week seven, I'd say, is what I think if I'm a betting man. You think uh, – well, my before I'd say this, my last point on that game will be I agree with you. I think CeeDee Lamb is going to be a true number one for Dallas. I think he's mm-hmm. going to be the most – unflashy number 88 Dallas has ever seen. He's not going to be showy or flashy like Michael Irvin or Des Bryant. He's just going to be like you said, Alshon Jeffrey, a polished number one guy that's just, that can run routes can come down with the ball, but he's not going to be, he's not going to be, you know what I'm trying to say? Like yeah. how number like 88. Like Amari is. Cooper could have worn the 88. Yeah. Because I think- Amari Cooper was deadly. Yeah. Like I feared Amari Cooper on the Cowboys. I don't fear CeeDee Lamb. I think he's a great number one. But I'd rather I'm more afraid of like Amon Ross St. Brown mm-hmm. or um I'm more afraid of Jalen Waddell yeah. or Tyreek Hill. I'm if I am in opposing defense, I am more terrified of the Eagles receivers because the fact that Devonta Smith went without a catch for the first time in his entire I think it was his entire career since high school. He's going to – whoever the hell's covering him in Minnesota is going to get smoked a couple times. Yeah. And A.J. Brown, God bless Patrick Peterson next week. That's going to be a rough fucking matchup. That's going to be – Dude, 125 yards in the first half. Yeah, that's insane. I was happy on I drafted six him catches. Like fifth on six round, catches. Sixth round. That 50-yard bomb to get him in the field goal range, I was like, yep, okay. And that was a dime, by the way. Like, if that ball's a foot early, like, that's last year's Jalen Hurts, that's a pick. I didn't get a. I got AJ Brown all the way in round like five or six. Oh, I, so I slept, I round four him. for me. I went. Yeah. I I went. Eckler, Williams, um, I think Waller, and then Brown, and mm-hmm. then Hurts. I um, 
I got him. Yeah, I think I got him around round five. And then but... I got mm, St. Brown and Mooney. What Dar- do you think? Darnell Mooney fell to the seventh round of my draft, which I understand why. But the last last night shouldn't count. We're going to talk about overreaction Monday because yeah. this is the most overreaction Monday of all time. So we're going to break down our six pack before we go into um, pro pro ball and college ball. Then we'll break down my football. And we'll head out of here. Um, first off, Pitt Tennessee. Good pick. We both got it. Pitt is great not game. a legitimate team. They're not. No. They're a great game, but they're not a legitimate team. They will not be ranked by week eight. No. Which I makes me Pat... terif- which makes me I... terrified when we play them in week twelve. I think Pat Narduzzi has something good with Pitt. I just think they're just this is just isn't the year. It's a down year. They lost Jordan. They I, I don't think um, I, um, Slovis is the answer. I think no. they were if, so ready with Kenny Pickett. Their offense looks really inept. I think losing Jordan Addison really fucked them. If you're um, watching that game, I'm just every, it felt like every three or four throws, I'm looking at Slovis like, dude, what are you doing? He's throwing the ball high off dude, their fingers, almost that West Virginia game told me everything I needed to know. This dude is going to be a turnover machine. He doesn't, yeah. he's not, he's not disciplined. No, at least, and it's what you want about baby hands. At least he knew where to put the ball. Yeah, but you know, look at look at like Sam Darnold for instance, turnover machine in college that did not change in the NFL. You got Slovis who's mm-hmm. making all these just he's already turned the ball over last game too, but he's making all these throws that in the NFL these tip passes are going to come down as interceptions. Oh, yeah. So he had easily three picks in that game that would have translated mm-hmm. in the NFL. Um, next up, Texas Bama, oh, the man. most heart wrenching game I watched wow. all. E- day i watched this at the gym with my buddies like we kept checking on our phones and shit all right first of all watching nick saban cuss out his players doing horns down was hysterical um i, I like that i thought that i was think great. Tex- i think texas deserves it though the amount of shit they were talking pregame mm-hmm. it's almost as bad as texas a&m yeah it was, that was really that, that 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 tiktok i found shout out to that tiktok girl by the way because like te- um What's it called? They Texas Tech basically tried to deactivate un, unnecessary roughnesses Twitter, and I thought that was hysterical. It's like, oh, I'm sorry, you're you're starting your star player was acting like a jackass during a pep rally. Oh yeah. no! Like I really hope they do some shit like that for Miami this week. I really hope they do because I want to see that D line and James Williams and the boys in the back end just put a whooping on them. Yeah. I so I, I give credit to Texas. That was a great game. That even though it wasn't a high score game, that was just great because you really for a quick second you're like, can they can they really lose? But then you have Bryce Young and he's going to run it down the field and win them the game. For Bryce him. Young but, prove why he's Bryce Young. He is yeah. Our, he's the best quarterback in the country. Do you think Most he pop. could? Do you think he could be the most successful Alabama quarterback to go into the NFL? Like to have a career wise? Like do you think? He no, could break because. That? This isn't four years ago where college football is top heavy. Last week improved. I still think Alabama is the best team in college football, but the gap between Alabama and the rest went from being 16 miles to mm-hmm. when like like Mac Jones and Tua and Jalen Hurts were there to now it's like okay the gap's like 30 feet. Yeah, I was gonna say I like, expect the like the top 10 at the end of the season honestly would be if like they switched over this year to this 12 team playoff. I know Kevin's gonna stab me for this take. But if they did a 12-team league this year, I think the number one seed wouldn't make it, or the two. I mm-hmm. think this would be a complete clusterfuck of chaos, and it'd be amazing. Yeah, I think this year, and the, the tech. I think Texas is not back, but Texas proved they're on their way back, which is like I was like, all right, I had to, I had to go a so golf cop. Yeah. Listen, I don't think that was a fumble by Alabama. That's my opinion, but at least you know what Texas fought hard, and they gave it their all. Um, Bills Rams talked about this at length. We don't have to go over it again. We both missed on Browns Panthers. This is where the six pack got a little ugly. Um, Browns fans should shut the fuck up today. We're going to talk about this in a little bit. You needed a field goal to bend back with a miracle of Mother Nature and God to knock off the Panthers, who were projected as a five win team preseason. Shut mm-hmm. the fuck up. I have never rooted so hard against the Browns in my life. Browns fans are getting really fucking annoying. Like, you guys signed a fucking. Pedophile, basically a sexual predator, allegedly, or I don't fucking know at this point, and I don't know how you how you want to quantitate this as. I don't want to get hit for hit for slander. That's why I say mm-hmm. allegedly. Um, but like y'all, like they should have blown them out. 
Brissett's a solid number one starting quarterback with that offense, and they should have kicked their ass up and down the field. But Baker came back. And, you know, yeah. you needed a miracle kick to get that one through because that thing was wide left, wide right, and it bent mm-hmm. back and went in. I'm like, that is a miracle of God you just hit that. What do you think about uh, – we'll talk a little more about this. Uh, Chargers, Raiders, we both missed on our upset pick. It's okay. Honestly, that game got pretty close to the end. Derek Carr, Devon, uh, Derek Carr, Devontae Adams, it's going to work. It's not like Moss oh, yeah. and Rich Gannon. This is going to work. Bucks, Cowboys, we know what's going to happen. Come on. Oh, yeah. Bucks. Um, now for the fun part. Everyone <laughs> wonders why I won 5-3 to three this week when Matt had four, pick, four correct picks. It's because, boys and girls, you get a you don't just get a no point when you hit miss on a gimme. You get a minus one. Matt for, Matt picked the 49ers to beat the Bears, and they lost. I picked Miami to beat um, uh, the, the, the Southern Miss. And, you know, I got to give them credit. They were beating us for all five minutes. And then Mario Cristobal probably did some unspeakable things to that offensive line in the locker room, and they kicked the living piss out of them in the second half. So... I get a point. Matt loses a point. We had a tiebreaker, Philadelphia-Detroit, if it went to sudden death. Didn't have to, so that game's null and void. That was a close game, too. That was a good game. That, okay, so the problem was that game wasn't as close as it looked. Detroit started coming back at the end, then Philadelphia just, like, they clamped down the defense in the last play, and then Miles Sanders became 2019 Miles Sanders again and busted through that line of scrimmage like a missile. No, I'm mean, sorry. He became 2020 Miles Sanders, where he just ran right through the middle. When he broke that 28-yard run, 25-yard run, I was like, all right, we got this. We're winning. And here's the thing about it. It's like when Sirianni also was like being aggressive, making play calls. Three things. I will make three things about the Eagles' uh, Eagles um, play call when we do this one-sentence game. But, uh, yes, that's the six-pack for this week. Um, actually, we're going to go to college first because this way we can go pro ball right into the NFL. Um, let's talk about the fucking upsets. <laughs> Notre Dame! Oh, and two. Man. Gotta love it. Rudy was off sides and he's also a prick. Um, <laughs> I, I despise Notre Dame. Um, and I love that Marshall. By the way, I picked this, by the way. I took I took Marshall with the points. I could have taken money line. I took Georgia State with the points. I missed on the fucking Vanderbilt Commodores, where I would have had 800 bucks. I was so mad. Fucking Marshall out of all the teams. I and they're 2 0. Also, App State knocking Damn. off Tam U. Colt, Colt U got knocked off. I think that's got to be the worst upset of the week just because of the media shit that went on after the oh game. Oh, my God. It's so Dude, funny. Dude, that was bad. Did you I hear about I, uh, Nebraska's Scott Frost? Scott fired? Frost. Dude, after two weeks, who did they, they lost to somebody this week. It was somebody just terrible. Let me see. I'll find this out for you. Just go under Big Ten because if you go through the whole FBS thing on the pay on whatever score page, it's like fucking ridiculous trying to find it. Yeah. <clears throat> on this fucking thing. Hmm. Oh, it's on, on this one. Oh, then it's not go down far enough. Was it Georgia Southern? Yo, Yo Georgia, Georgia Southern. Southern. Let's go. 45 to 42. Oh, boy. That's really bad. That's like losing to like a SCSU team. No, that's not, let's not disrespect Georgia Southern that badly. Georgia Southern could walk into Southern Connecticut tomorrow and in like in a half gear and still smoke us. Holy shit. Their quarterback went 37 for 56 or 409 yards. Dude. You know what the worst part is? And they were saying, like, Scott Frost is even a bad coach. It's just the dude can't make adjustments. Yeah. Like, his play calling is on point, and he's a good coach in practice. But he can't get hit with adversity. You got to be willing. Like, most things in life with coaches and stuff, too, you got to just be willing to adapt to the situation and just make changes yeah. on the fly. And if you can't do that, you're not really going to succeed in a lot of places. And that includes coaching. Well, that's why I like Robert Sala, Dan Campbell and Nick Sirianni. All three of them proved last year. They can adjust on the fly and win games when their whole way of thinking is work. Nick Sirianni wanted to run this weird West coast pass slaying gun offense. He realized he didn't have the personnel for it. 
Philly did before the great purge of 2020, but basically he has the offense for a college-style power run vertical scheme, which is perfect because you have two vertical threat receivers who run good routes, a stable of running backs, and a quarterback who basically is the best escape ability I've ever seen since Michael Vick. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying he's the most mobile quarterback, but if you're asking me, hey, the blitz is collapsing. I need 10 yards on a scramble. Who am I saying? I'm taking Jalen Hurts over Lamar or Kyler Murray. No question. Because Jalen Hurts is a wizard. He's like he's like early years Russell Wilson, but with more speed. Mm-hmm. And a lot more power. So, but yeah, no. So, um, what are we talking about? We were talking about head coaches with Scott Frost. It's just unfortunately got cut, shit canned. The upsets are crazy. Um... I'm not surprised at all. I think Notre Dame, everyone was overhyping them way too much this year. They they played well against Ohio State, but I think they were just they were just shot. And Marshall came in, they could score points, and they got them. Um, Miami winning was good. Uh, it's going to set up a great game next week with Tam U and Miami, which is going to be great because I'll be part of her six back. You can bet on it. Washington State over UConn. I mean, a UConn. I'm sorry, Wisconsin. <laughs> Yo. You got UConn, Michigan this week. That's gonna be rough. Kentucky over Florida. Yeah, we called. The, I called that. I talked about it. I prefer Will. I I prefer Will Slovis over um over um Ar A, um, Anthony Richardson. I think Richardson's gonna be great. The problem is, I think it really came down to the fact that Florida doesn't have a ball, not have enough ball players. Mm-hmm. Where Kentucky's got some dudes. These guys are four year starters. Where like Florida's rebuilding after the miserable run of Dan Mullins or whoever inbred moron they had coaching before Billy it was Mullins. It was Mullins. Oh, the shark humper. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Um, either that or no, that was Will Muschamp, the shark humper. Either way, I just despise Florida almost as much as I hate Florida state, but I love making jokes at their expense. Uh, but my favorite thing about Florida was like Anthony Richardson's a beast, but the problem is you just like Kentucky had dudes. Mm-hmm. Where I think Florida's got way too much youth and it was early season. So I, I think an honestly more developed quarterback in Slovis won. So all right, moving on. We are going to Pro Bowl. So Matt, the one sentence game is simple. Each of us get a sentence breaking down the game. Then we break it down for about maybe 10, five, two to three minutes and we move on. We try to keep it under a minute per game or a minute fifty per game if possible. And also the most boring games we don't even give a fuck about. All right, we're starting it off. We'll do go back to Thursday night. Bills, Rams. My sentence is simply this. Buffalo, dead dudes. Mm-hmm. I agree. Buffalo is that guy. They are Super Bowl contenders. And, Saint, and LA, you are not him. You are not him. No. They, I mean, listen, the defending champs are going to be good this year. They're probably going to make the playoffs because the NFC West looks like a fucking joke. You know, Buffalo, Buffalo looked amazing despite, you know, some of the some of the losses that they had on both sides of the ball before the season started. They replaced Cole Beasley with Jamison Crowder. They elevated Isaiah McKenzie and Gabriel Davis up a couple spots in the uh, depth chart. They looked fucking phenomenal despite the fact that they turned the ball over three times. The Rams couldn't hold them to it. And I think the Rams need to realize you have Allen Robinson, who is a fantastic replacement for Odell Beckham Jr. I'm not sold that he has the effort anymore. Like it looked like he's jogging a lot of his routes, and I was not liking the way that looked. I just think like you got to just get him. I think they targeted him like twice. I'm like, dude, this dude's a number one on all 31 other teams you put him on. If they, well, you know, granted, besides the number one receives that are already there, but any team that needs a number one, he is immediately a number one for him. So I, you know, I know they didn't have Van Jefferson, and I know Cam Akers was fucking terrible, but they need to figure out the run game. They got to move the ball around so it's not just a Higby and Cup show. And other than that, Buffalo showed us who they really are, which is Super Bowl contenders. I um I I'm really about Buffalo's whole structure, and they're getting traded this way back, which is fucking scary. Yeah, Vaughn Miller and Greg Rousseau are horrifying as a pass. They are scary. Listen, I said Greg Rousseau is gonna have a better pro career than Chase Young, and everyone ridiculed me. I'm like, listen, this ain't just Miami bias, kids. I watch, I see what I see on film. I played edge rusher. I know what to look for. Mm-hmm. Listen, Chase Young is great, but Chase Young is just a freak athlete. 
Greg Rousseau is a freak athlete with length and just a, like perfect technique. Yeah. You see Von Miller. The fact he's up. got Von Miller as a, yeah, I know. It looks like a fucking triangle. Um, the fact he's got Von Miller in his ear developing him even more, which is just going to be amazing. But, oh, yeah. all right, starting off, we're going to start off with my birds of the feather taking on Motor City Dan Campbell, biting <laughs> kneecaps and taking headshots on quarterbacks who slide. My sentence is, Detroit, you some mean motherfuckers, but listen, your archetype, Philly is the prototype of that archetype. Everything Detroit is, Philly's better. Except DeAndre Swift's better than Miles Sanders, but then again, that's like saying like, like Miles Sanders is a top 20, 20 running back, Swift's top, borderline top 10. But listen, all serious is no, like, Philly them dudes. Mm-hmm. That's I think Philly was who we all thought they were going to. Well, I think for most people thought they were going to be, which was going to be a very much improved team, a high scoring offensive team, and who was going to most likely take the NFC East, which I think I think they had it locked down before this happened. But with Dak Prescott's injury, just hand Philly the title now. Just give them the title. Let them go into the playoffs. But Motor City Dan, he put that team together. They fought hard. No, you know, not to take any credit away from them. I think they're going to be a good team down the road. But like you said, and like I agree, Philly is that guy. All right, so I have a couple quick notes on this game because <clears throat> it's the game I watched the most of, obviously, from start to finish. I haven't watched it while I was driving home from my buddy's house. I had it on YouTube TV on my computer screen while I'm driving. <laughs> I'm like not, I'm like kind of like at stoplights checking it, but then keep driving. First note: oh. Detroit will make the playoffs this year. That team is disgusting. Yep. They can get after the quarterback. They can score quickly. They have a great offensive line. They cannot cover a wet blanket except for Jeff Okuda. Jeff Okuda looked amazing against Devontae Smith. Mm-hmm. All the credit to Jeff Okuda. He looked awesome on tape. I will say this, though. They could not cover A.J. Brown. <clears throat> they could not cover Dallas Goddard either. That pressure kept them alive in a lot of drives. <clears throat> they still are sloppy, and they're still in discipline. That hit by Tracy Walker was fucking bullshit, and those cheap hits were getting really fucking annoying. So karma come to you, Detroit, and the fact that Tracy Walker got ejected was beautiful because it's like, guys, come on. Philly, yeah, Philly blew you out last year, but it's like, it wasn't personal. The other note I have was that A.J. Brown is as advertised. That man is a top 10 wide receiver, and if you say he's not, you're just a fucking hater. That man was just cooking everything but the rice. He was burning guys worse than I burned my hand today. (laughs) By the way, I felt my hand hit the up, underside of a toaster, uh, the upside of a toaster on the upside burner. It made a sizzle sound. Nice. That's the good stuff right there. So it I know literally you guys might was well. so hot, it took a coating of what was ever caked on the burner on my hand, <laughs> <clears throat> which made it burn even more. Um, other option, other observations were, one, Jonathan Gannon, for the love of fucking God, just put in Jordan Davis and Kobe Dean. When Jordan Davis is on the field, the average rushing – for the Philadelphia Eagles against was 2.9 yards for the Lions. When he was off, it's 10 yards even. Fletcher Cox and um, uh, Jordan Davis should be out on rushing downs. On passing downs, bring in Hargrave. I don't care. That's fine. Or even just sit Cox occasionally put Hargrave in. Jordan Davis should get more snaps. And Nicobe fucking Dean should get more snaps over TJ Edwards. I love TJ Edwards. I think he's a great player. I love Kazir White in coverage. But Nicobe Dean needs to play more. This dude's instincts are off the charts, and he's the best run-stopping linebacker in this draft. It, 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 the fact that – also, let's, let's just be honest. DeAndre Swift is that dude. I honestly think he's a lot closer to Dalvin Cook than people give him credit for. And his slant of this offseason was kind of pissing me off a little because I'm like, everyone forgets, like, this dude was a top-rated running back, and the fact that he just got hurt is what killed his stock. Um, and last but not least, that Eagles defense secondary is disgusting. Jared Goff threw some of his best throws of his career and some of his worst. Slay and Bradbury and Maddox, Gardner, Johnson, and Epps. That is terrifying. Oh, by the way, Gardner, Johnson, and Epps, they're, uh, they're, those two, their new name is the Anarchy Twins because they're just both menaces to society. You've got Marcus Epps submarining Deon- Jamal Williams in the open field. You've got Marcus Epps tipping balls up into the air to our, and Kazir White. Like These dudes are fucking crazy. And this defense is a bunch of menaces, and I love it. This this reminds me of the a little bit of the 08 team defense wise, 
<clears throat> but it most reminds me of 17 where except like we have actually elite corners now where it's like I've never had two elite corners in the same Eagles roster. <clears throat> All right. I think we talked about the birds enough. Hmm. Moving on, we're going to <sighs> Saints and Falcons. Now, listen. I want everyone to stop saying, and Matt, this includes you, the Saints are not them dudes yet. They got to prove to me they can put away the fucking Falcons who put up 26 on them, and if it wasn't for a blocked kick at the end, would have lost. Everyone's acting like they blew out the Falcons. The Falcons are supposed to be the number two pick in the draft next year, going to get like a wide receiver or a tackle to protect Desmond Ritter. Marcus Mariota, Cordero Patterson, them boys, they were fighting. It wasn't an easy win. Yeah, they could not cover Mike Thomas. Glad to have him back as much as he drives me nuts. Listen, top real respect, real. Dude's a top 10 receiver. <clears throat> but here's the thing about Can't Guard Mike. I really think him and Olave and Landry is like an amazing receiving core for um, J- Jameis Winston. It, it makes, and Jameis was throwing dimes. So my mm-hmm. sentence, I'm done talking about this game. My sentence is simply, let's not crown the Saints yet. The Bucks are still kings. My sentence for that game would be, same old Falcons. Plain and simple. You, you lost Matt Ryan, but guess what? You still <laughs> choked that lead out in the fourth and lost the game. Uh, I like this with the Saints. The Saints look good to me. Listen, the, it's the Cowboys defense is not good. And Tom Brady put up 19 points on that team. I want to see the Saints and the Falcons play as soon as possible. I need to see that matchup. But you mean the I Bucks think and the like, Falcons, the Bucks and the Saints. Yes, sorry. Um, but uh, credit to your point, uh, I think they have an underrated receiver core. I think Chris Olave, Jarvis Landry, and Michael Thomas, as long as they can all stay healthy, are going to be three solid options for Jameis Winston. Um, but I, I liked what I saw from Jameis. You know, I liked what I saw from the Falcons as well. But sentence, sentence stands, same old Falcons blowing that lead away. <clears throat> you can't beat it. All right. Listen, oh, by the way, so for everyone wondering, AJ Brown's Instagram is 1K always open. Yeah. Yesterday he was. I feel bad for Devontae Smith, though. That I felt so he looks so pissed off on the sideline. I think they're I think he's gonna suck in jail. I'm like, hey, listen, man. Don't give me the ball. I think also next week, by the way, don't expect Eagle, all four Eagles running backs scoring touchdowns. Like expect like it's, the Vikings have a worse pass rush besides Darius Smith, but they have a terrible fucking secondary. Like P-Pat might get lit up like a Christmas tree by AJ Brown. All right, here we go. Browns and Panthers. We already talked about this game a little bit, but uh, Browns, y'all barely beat them. It took a lucky field goal to win that game. The Browns are not making the playoffs. The Panthers may be sneaking the back into the NFC now with Dallas missing Dak. The Panthers are a lot better than I thought they were going to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I expected the Panthers to walk away with that game, to be honest with you. I just I just figured Baker Mayfield with that offense against Jacoby Brissett with his offense, I really thought that was just a recipe for success for the Panthers. Well, I was obviously wrong, but... I mean, if I had to give a sentence to that game, I would just say it was just average versus average at the end of the day. I mean, it was just, you know, a 500 team versus a 500 team at the end of the day. I'm surprised the Browns won. Give them credit. See how many they get going forward. They got the Jets next week. That could be probably a win for them again. But, you know, I Baker talked a lot of crap. I heard something about he was selling T-shirts about off the leash or whatever, and the Browns took that to heart. And you know, I just listen. You just he did. He, listen, at the end I of the want Old Baker. I don't want Browns Baker. I want Oklahoma Baker. You know what? Let him yeah. do what he fucking wants. 49ers, Bears. Oh God, I don't know what was more ugly: the offense, the field, or the offense that was put on that field. That's my sentence. We don't have to talk that much about the game. No. No, uh, Trey Lance looks fucking terrible though. Yeah. How could that Steelers- happen? Would be mine. Steelers Bengals. That was a game. This was weird. Like everyone's like, oh, Joe Burrow needs his appendix back to be a good quarterback. It's like, ah, it's early, guys. It's Joe Burrow. Yeah. And uh have... Evan McPherson's human. 
Listen, they had four interceptions, but we all know the Bengals are still going to be the Bengals. They're still them. They're going to go to the playoffs, whether it's wild card or division. They're going to be fine. It's Joe Burrow. Surprise. It's Jamar Chase. It's T. Yeah. Higgins. Like, everyone relax. Yeah. It's week one. <laughs> uh, Steelers, one. loving the Black Air Force One energy, though. Yeah, that was Shout funny. Shout out to Mike Tomlin. Do you see Mike Tomlin do his Antonio Brown dance? Yeah, I saw it. All right. Um, Colts, Texans. I'm out of my survivor pool because these assholes. Fuck you, Indy. How do you tie the damn Texans? Oh, Credit to Lovey Smith. That defense with with those two tight end sets and Dougie Davis Mills, all long neck himself. All credit to the Texans. But Indy, you're my like number two seed in the AFC. How the fuck do you screw this up? I I couldn't believe that. Jacksonville. I was ready to. I'm, I mean, I still am, but I was handing that division over to Colts, and they tie with the Texans. This should have been a game that they fuck, won like twenty eight to thirteen. Fuck. Yeah. This should have been a Listen, game they won by two possessions. That Wentz throw against Jacksonville, nine times out of ten, it's a pick. So you know what? I'm not calling that. It's week one. Let's not re- overreact too much. But what the fuck, guys? Hmm. I'm more mad at just how they went out like a bitch in overtime. Sorry, like they went out like a weenie in overtime. Like it's just <laughs> like it just was terrible, man. Come on. And my cat is now trying to break down the uh, screen because there's a bug out there. It's the size of his paw. Um, buddy, I hate doing this here. Ravens, Jets. Um, put Zach Wilson in this game. It's a one-possession game at minimum. Yeah. Uh, Joe Flacco is a statue. Um, he's obviously not a mobile guy. Uh, Bring often- in Mike White. Bring right, in we were, Mike White. Trust me. Were, we were, they, were they chanting for, were they chanting oh, for him? Yeah. They were oh, chanting hard. Yeah. This it started ah, in the third. What the fuck are you doing, man? Just cut Joe Flacco. Nobody wants him. Listen, I if to to make it real quick, offensive line wasn't there. Receivers it's your dropping team, man. Balls. I did a whole paragraph. Yeah, the the defense defense was solid. Defense kept him in that game. It wasn't as far away of a game as it looked. The defense kept him to where there was plenty of opportunity for us to score points, but we didn't get it done. Mike White is a better option at this point. I Mike hope Lightning Zach Wilson White. comes back. I want so. Mike Lightning White. Like this has to happen because I want him to get a contract yeah. next year. Zach Wilson uh, there would have been a different game, but go ahead. Zach Wilson there, you guys might win because the Ravens look anemic on offense. Mm-hmm. Your defense looked a lot, a lot better though. I was very impressed. Yeah. Um, they hit twenty four points. They could have it could have been seventeen to nine. Honestly, it was yeah. just a fluke touchdown. Um, Patriots Dolphins, as expected. Exactly. That's it. That is as it. My- that was exactly the game I thought I was going to get. Um, the Patriots look bad. I hope Mac Jones is okay. Um, mm-hmm. I think Bill Belichick has mailed it in. I think Steve Belichick's running the show at this point. Yeah, as expected, seven points for a guy that's a defensive play caller calling offensive plays. It was just as I as what you could have thought would have happened happened. <clears throat> seven points. Offensive guy is not even pl- calling plays. They have nobody to throw to. They have nobody really running the ball. It's not good. No. All right. Um. We are commanders. Again, surprised. Um, I kind of got a little tear in my tear in my eye seeing car, a tra- that 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 spineless weenie Carson Wentz and Doug Peterson play together in the uh, 2017 Eagles Bowl. Um, Christian Kirk is legit. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really pissed off. I didn't start him, and I'm yeah. kind of fucking mad about it. Uh, Darnell Mooney is going to be benched. I'm actually going to try to trade Mooney for George Pickens this week. I'm not even fucking kidding. Try um, see what happens. Oh yeah, obviously. You know, like I think, like my buddy, one of my buddies, in my fantasy league, and they all most of them listen, most of them try to listen to this show. I'm Teddy. If you're listening, I will offer you Mooney straight up, but I can't deal with his up and down. He's gonna probably score three touchdowns next week after I trade him. But it's like I'm on Rossi Brown, AJ Brown, I'm my one and two, and Kirk is my three, Smith is my four. But it's like okay. Either way, Jags look, Jags offense looks good. Their defense needs a little work. And let's be honest, Carson Wentz in week one is always lights out. He is always on, on his shit week one. So let's let's not overreact too much. Let's see them play an actual legitimate defense with good corners, decent safeties, good linebackers, edge, a solid edge rush besides Trayvon Walker and Josh Allen. And let's see what we got here. I think they I think Jacksonville is going to be a good team. I think you can book this right now. Jacksonville will finish with a better record than the Commanders will. Mm-hmm. I, I I throw. I think Jacksonville will be like an eight win team. They showed a lot of good, like a, a lot of good, like like you know when you like good bones, like when you mm-hmm. talk about a house. Yeah, 
with an offense, a lot of good bones with that team. Like they, I saw a lot of good things that like, I think by the end of the season once they listen, they've been together for three months. This Washington team besides Carson Wentz has been there for three years. Mm. It's it's at this point, like, listen, Wentz Dotson played phenomenal, but let's not crown him the best receiver yet. I want to see Jameson Williams with uh, Jared Goff. I think that's going to be ridiculous. It's going to be like Brandon Cooks on the Rams. Um, righty. Moving on. Do you have anything by this game, by the way? Do you have anything else you want to talk about? Uh, just to make it short and sweet, a lot of potential and significant change on the Jaguars point or Jaguars side of the ball. Offense scored 28 points. They just look like a whole different team, a lot better culture in the locker room. So I think this is good for Jacksonville for the long run. Nice. Now the game that irritated the fuck out of me made your fiance happy though. Giants Titans. Let's pump my sentence is let's pump the brakes. Tennessee and New York Giants will both miss the playoffs this year. Yeah. Tennessee let them back in that game. Yeah, the penalties kept that drive alive, but the play calling by Tennessee on offense on the last three drives was the stupidest thing. It looked like yeah. me trying to play Madden while I'm drunk. I'm like, the fuck mm-hmm. is this play calling? Um, give me Tennessee to finish with six wins. I think Tannehill is done by week eight, seven. Yeah, I think they're going to be at like four games or five games behind Jacksonville and Indy, and they're going to call it a day. I think they might finish with the, like. If they don't bench, I think Malik Willis, if they put Malik Willis in early or they started in week one, they probably would have won this game. I think Willis' yeah. capability would have made them so much better of a team. Yeah. Um, to the Giants, though. Yeah, Saquon's credit. back. Yeah, credit you know, credit to the Giants. That was a great first week win for them, especially with the new head coach. Um, all the credit to them. That was a gutsy go for the two-point conversion play call, and it paid off. They won the game. I, it, it was nice to see that. I really was rooting for Saquon. He looks like he's back for right now. But like you said, pumping the brakes, keeping my stance on both teams. I don't see both teams going anywhere. I think this is, for the Giants, this is just a year of growth, hopefully. And then they'll take the leap maybe next year. But nevertheless, great team win for them. But like I said, stance on both teams still doesn't change. I think they both miss playoffs. Very nice. All right. Uh, by the uh, always by the way, uh, quick announcement: Matt will not be here Thursday. Obviously, mm. he's got to be Mister um, Mister uh, Wet um, Justice of the Peace for our buddy's wedding. Matt will, all, but Matt will get his picks into us on Thursday. I think I don't know who I, who should I bring on as a guest. I think maybe I'll do McCarthy as a guest. That'd host. be fun. Or or uh, I mean, because Kev's always a run of the mill. Maybe I can get Zach Mack or. I don't know, I'm going to have a, a, a cast of characters. Matt will, of course, have his picks done early. Uh, and then I'll be hanging out with Matt Friday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my mom, my mom requested that we have to recreate the beach photo again with you, me, and Pat. Yeah, we, we won't be topless, but we can do it. Yeah. I, I also, I won't be 205 pounds and have a buzz cut and wearing a boonie hat looking like I'm straight out of the US, <laughs> United States military on break. Um, all righty, moving on. The most um, lame game of the week, and it was because like this score was so misleading. Even more misleading than Detroit and Philly. Um, Chiefs Cardinals. Um, Arizona's not. Arizona's got a problem. They should have made this a close game. I thought this game was going to be. They hit the over because Kansas City kicked their ass. Yeah. Um. Here's the problem, kids. Um. One. Uh, I think Call of Duty's betas this week, so you know Kyler Murray's going to be shit. <laughs> Two, my sentence straight up is Arizona is not a good team. They played a bad schedule last year, and losing Chase Edmonds is a problem. Mm-hmm. My sentence for that would be, I don't know what else you need to see from Kansas city, but they are legit. You know, they, no matter, you know, they lost Tyron Matthew, they lost Tyree kill. They lost, um, Robinson, the receiver. They lost some offensive linemen, I believe, uh, some other defensive pieces. They make it work 55 points against a team that was at one point, the best team in the league last year. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised. I mean, I'm very surprised by their performance. Um, I never, you know, took anything away from Patrick Mahomes or Kelsey or anything like that. But even Cl- even Clyde Edward Hilaire looked really good last night. I think the Arizona Cardinals defense is dog shit besides Buda Baker and Marcus Golden. I don't think they really did anything good this offseason. No. Um, I think Kingsbury and his beautiful chiseled face are probably going to be out of a job by next year. <laughs> uh, Kyler Murray, that contract is going to haunt them. I 
I know I'm not trying to overreact because I do this every year to one team. I legitimately think the NFC playoff picture is going to have three NFC North teams in it. Uh, either Vikings, one of the three Viking Vikings or Pack wins the division. Um, that game's next, obviously. We're going to talk about next. Uh, Lions are a wild card team with the other one. And then the last wild card spot's probably New Orleans or Tampa. Uh, the NFC West is a joke. The NFC South is going to have a team. The NFC East is going to be Philly. Is Philly's to lose? You are right. And the thing is, I will not crown Philly until they, they clinch that division. Mm. But they yeah. are the most talented team in that division, and they have to do it. Yeah. So, like I'm saying, I'm not calling out. I'm going to say, oh, Eagles, Super Bowl, Eagles. They look good. They are a good team. But I'm staying humble because I know how this road goes. Mm-hmm. 2011 and 2000, 2011, dream team. I was celebrating before the season started. Even though yeah. I still think if the Jets beat the Giants week 16 and the Eagles made the playoffs over the Giants in 2011, the Eagles would have done the same thing the Giants would have done with Michael Vick. And Deshaun Jackson, them boys. That was the best Eagles offense I'd ever seen with the 2000. And that defense was starting to come together. That team would have won the Super Bowl. They would have beaten everybody in the NFC, but they didn't because they made the playoffs. So, um, Packers, Vikings. Wow. Yeah. You know, my I, I, didn't, I didn't know not covering. Uh, speaking of burn jokes, uh, this is a live picture of Jair Alexander on my, fa- on my hand right now. <laughs> Holy shit. That my, Justin um, Jefferson is that dude, and they can't cover anybody. No, my sentence for that game would pretty much be surprised, but not surprised at the end of the day. Um, you know, Vikings, they have a great offense. They have a great team overall. Seems to be working so far with that new head coach. We saw the Packers last year, week one, get fucking blown out. And then they answered it back by having an amazing like seven or eight win streak run after that. So we'll see what happens. I'm not going to count on Aaron Rodgers. You looked at that game. His receivers could not catch the ball that much. Um, obviously, I don't know what Brian uh, fucking DeCoons or whatever his name is. Guten DeCoons, whatever the hell you say that last name, was thinking when he got rid of Devontae Adams and replaced him with Sammy Watkins and Randall Cobb at the end of the day, but I'm not counting out the Packers for as long as Aaron Rodgers is there. So surprise, not surprised. Great win by the Vikings. Let's see what the Packers do the next handful of weeks. Um, all righty. Moving on. Uh, one last thing. I think the Packers will be uh, still a 12 win team. I'm mm-hmm. going to say it right now. This game doesn't mean shit. I they got their be. ass whooped by the Saints last year, who were whooped by a lot of teams. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying right now, the Packers always have a horrible week one. This is business as usual. I think Aaron's going to pull aside Christian Watson and Lazard and um, whoever the hell that other receiver is who's a rookie who do all in camp, along with Cobb. And the four not of them. Five of them not Watson, the other one. Moore, I think his name last name is. They're all going to oh. sit down. They're going to smoke some DMT, and they're going to figure this <laughs> shit out. Um, all right. I, oh, sorry. Go. No, no. I was just going to say, like you know, like you said, it's the Packers. At the end of the day, I wouldn't be surprised if November comes around and they're eating too. You know. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised Update, if they just have uh, an amazing ghost stretch. Caught bu- ghost caught the bug, by the way. There we go. Good job, Ghost. He is the most. He's the best bug hunter I've ever hmm. seen. He did something that some receivers the other day could not do, which was catch anything. Shout out to Christian Watkins on that Watson on that <laughs> open throw. Uh, last game before we hit the we already talked Sunday Night football, so we don't have to do it. We don't have to do it. We'll do a sentence, but we won't have to break it down. Raiders, Chargers. My sentence is simply this: both these teams are going to make the playoffs. Both these teams are great. Both these teams do great things well. Both these teams have have good quarterbacks. One is elite. One is sort of elite. Both these teams are top fifteen wide receivers. One team has a top ten running back. What the fuck, Brandon Staley? I needed those points. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking shit. They gave a touchdown to a fullback. It cost both, me the game. Both teams have that it factor, especially the Raiders. I was excited to see what they were going to do with Josh McDaniels and Devontae Adams right now. Both of those teams have what it takes to get to the postseason. Both oh, of yeah. those teams have Kansas what it takes City to Kansas City should be put on. Listen, I don't, I'm not buying this Kansas City shit. Oh, they always blow. They always blow whoever they play the first two weeks of the season. Big Red always starts that season red hot. 
I am all ready. Jokes aside. Oh, I'm, I'm ready, ready for, for uh, I'm ready for Thursday. Thursday's gonna be fucking electric. Thursday night football, but I'm also hyped for Al Michaels and Kirk Herb Street. Like I am excited for that duo. And oh my god, we're bald as fuck right now. Um <laughs> I should have shaved my head at this point. Um, but yeah, no, I am I am thoroughly, thoroughly excited for Thursday night football. I think the Chargers are gonna punch them in the throat. I think Just, Kansas uh, City got a nice tune up game with Arizona. I think Arizona is shit this year. I I really think they are. Just a quick update for the game that's going on right now. Um, Russell Wilson's getting booed. There's Russ who, Russ who 12's chance, and Gino just went four for four for 71 yards and a touchdown to open up the first drive of the game. Who did he throw it to? Oh, let me look at that one up for you. I was just looking at uh, the Bleacher Report, but let me pull up the stats, and it is looking like fucking oh, – just take a guess. Take a guess. It's not, it's not anybody big. Just take a guess. Will Disley. It's fucking Will Disley. <laughs> I love that. I called it. I didn't even look. I was just like, it's going to be their fucking it's backup so plan. Will Disley, one catch for 38 yards and a touchdown. That's hilarious. Listen, the thing, I'm going to tell you this right now. That Seattle offense has nothing to lose and everything to gain, which makes them fucking deadly. Yeah. The problem is Broncos country. Let's ride. Broncos country. Run the fucking football. I want, def- Javante, yeah. I, I want Javante Williams. Four touchdowns. 230 yards rushing. Let's do this thing. The The problem with the the Seahawks is whenever they are on defense is when they're going to be at their weakest. They have no secondary. They got no linebackers. They got they no pass rush. Adams. Yeah. They, like <laughs> like I said, they have no, they got think, no secondary. They got no, no I wish they, if they had Madden Jamal Adams, who was like broken, who could actually cover, then they'd be fine. Not glorified outside linebacker. You Isaiah know, Simmons clone Jamal Adams. Yeah. This is his third season in Seattle, and so far the last two years, he's been one of the worst safeties in the league. Is it actually somehow insane to say that maybe he sh- the Jets were just that oh, right no, the match Jets, for him? The Jets won the trade. They well, yeah, no. At the end of the day, they hundred percent won that trade. But it's just like I've I've never I've never had a player leave the Jets and just look terrible. Like I've just never the Jets were a perfect match for him. I think him, Jamal Adams and the Jets was actually legitimately decent. He was. He was okay in coverage, but he was so good around the box, and you guys were able to scheme around him. But Seattle, their defense coordinator might be like brain dead. So yeah, I just I think maybe we just knew how to use him, and maybe they're just not there yet. There but go. you know, not to take it away from him because he was amazing with us. But it's 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 weird to see him go from being top five safety to not even a top fifteen safety. Exactly. Once again, a uh, quick shout out, obviously, to our sponsors, Yeats Official. We talked about it, it was in our show intro, but uh, also to our amazing sponsor, Canada Dips. Promo code Belly up 20 for 20% off. Uh, it is a great deal. I just had uh, a couple buddies of mine yesterday at the, my parents' house party buy a couple. The mechanic at my work just bought some. Listen, it's a great alternative. You used to dip or do Zins, it's a great way to kick that habit, but still enjoy like the whole like like usage of dip. Also, it's a good way to take in CBD, which is good for your joints. It's good for your mental health, everything. So you know what? Check it out. Candips.com. Promo code up 20 for 20% off. Uh, I personally recommend the mango, the citrus. I love the mint flavor because it tastes just like Copenhagen mint. And also the Arnold Palmer flavor slaps called Palmy. Love it. Yeah, it raspberry is not right bad there. either. Blue raspberry is not bad either. No, neither is watermelon or um... – Watermelon, I can't. I, I, I'm kind of sick of the watermelon because it just—it's really—it's it's maybe I just got a dry package. Yeah, I mean, Granddaddy the first. Okay, they sent me they sent me three packages. One was free, and it, like the first two were decent. The last one was just so dry. So far, I gotta order more. But so far, they got to You know what? I gotta give Canada some constructive criticism. Use the, anything in the metal tins tastes perfect and it's super fresh. Those plastic tins don't stop shit. No, um, I've had three Palmy tins so far, and all three have been amazing. So I definitely yeah, recommend same. grind that out. I love it. It's like I don't have to go get an Arnold Palmer now. I literally just put yeah. it in my mouth and drink some water. I'm good. Yep, pretty so, much. There you go. Or it, in my case, three, because you know, I have to be packing a full-ass lip hammer. So, All right, uh, Matt, before we head out and give these beautiful folks a nice, uh, peaceful Monday night, um, predictions for the game? Um, despite Gino's... Four for four drive. Shout out Wendy's. Um, I've got the Broncos with this one. I, I like I said, anytime Denver is going to be on offense, they should be scoring every single time against that defense. I think Russ 
beats his own his old team in their stadium and the Broncos go one and zero to start off Tuesday. Uh, Broncos country, let's ride. But they're co- Seattle's covering. I think this is going to be a really close game. I think Geno's going to light it up because that Broncos secondary is a really overrated. Mm-hmm. And the loss of Von Miller, I, I love Randy Gregory. I think he's a great player, but I think Von Miller is just a whole different ball game. Oh yeah. <clears throat> I am also think I also think that the Javante Williams may run for two hundred yards tonight because that Broncos rush de- that oh, Seattle yeah. run defense is fucking terrible. So with that being in mind, ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate you by episode two twenty three of the Corner Podcast, our first official. Monday show for the NF 2022 NFL season. Uh, we'll be back Thursday. Me and a mystery g- guest host will be hosting. Matt, of course, will have his picks in already. Uh, and then we're back to normal stuff after that, I believe. So, yeah, now enjoy your week. We'll see you Thursday for our live show live at seven o'clock here on the YouTube, our YouTube channel, our face on the belly Facebook page. And, um, yeah, that's about it. But listen, we appreciate somebody, appreciate supporting the show. Um, if you have any questions for us to break down on the Thursday show, DM us or tweet at us at Corner Booth or send, shoot us a message on TikTok as well. We're also on that channel. Matt's been killing on TikTok. I actually want to start posting stuff on there. I just got to be better at TikTok and video editing. So, Sorry, it's, I'm uh, still learning too with it all. And listen, but you post the content. That's the thing. I don't. So there you go. But ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate you stopping by. Um, you have a good weekend. Shout out to our friends over Yeats and uh, Candidips and our friends of the Belly Podcast Network. Oh, wait, that's me and Blaine and the boys, but have a good night, Chance. Uh, and uh, Javante Williams, that's right. Hey, Javante Williams, six points. Six. Hey, guys, Jared. Thanks for checking out the Corner Booth Pod. Be sure to check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Corner Booth Pod. This podcast is brought to you by the Belly of Podcast Network.